0: Hi AF fam, my name is Luke. I'm 20 years old and from Malaysia. I'm currently a communications intern at ASEAN Foundation and I will be your host for episode two of the Thinking of Youth podcast. In this episode, we'll cover the topic of internships at ASEAN Foundation and how they've changed to a virtual format due to COVID-19. The AF internship program is one of our most famous programs and it gives youth the opportunity to gain some working experience in an intergovernmental organization and contribute to the growth of ASEAN. Interns can choose to work at three different units. Firstly, the communications unit, which is where I'm interning at, where we handle all works related to social media and media outreach. Secondly, we have the operations unit, where they take care of all works related to office management, finance, and HR. Lastly, we have the program unit, where they design, plan, implement, and monitor all AF's programs. As I mentioned earlier, the internship program is now held virtually and all interns work remotely and safely from the comfort of their homes. In this episode, we will explore the virtual internship journeys of both our guest speakers. Peter, Tiger, thank you for joining us. Would you like to briefly introduce yourselves before we start?
1: Well, thank you, Luke. I'm Tita, or Naniti Hayub. I'm a program intern from Indonesia, and I'm currently studying in Japan at the University of Tokyo. I'm a graduate student and uh, looking forward to share with you all.
2: Thank you very much for having me here today, Luke, and a big hello to everyone. My name is Yang or Tiger. I'm a student from Myanmar, currently studying a Bachelor's of Business Administration at Paiab University, Thailand. And I'm interning in the Operations Unit here at ASEAN Foundation.
0: All right, now that we all know each other, let's dive right into it. So first things first, how did you guys hear about the internship opportunity at ASEAN Foundation, and how was the application procedure?
1: Uh, maybe I can start. Uh, for me, I personally had a Reference, um, one of my friends uh, recommended me to uh, the my supervisor right now, uh, Miss Yona. So um, the way I did it, I checked the website and followed the um, all the documents that I need to submit it, filled them, and just kind of like send it to uh, Azan Foundation. And when they respond to it, and Missiona uh, responded to my application, we did the interviews and everything, now I'm here.
2: What about you, Tiger? Yeah, my, my uh, experience was actually very different from Tita's and uh, so, you know, when I was in uh, completing my last semester at my university, I was really trying to find an internship opportunity to get some work experience during the summer. But um, it was very hard to, um, uh, you know, to explore the options because uh, the COVID pandemic is actually very serious here in Thailand. So Mm -hmm. I had to find a virtual internship that I can uh, work from home. And so while while I was finding virtual internships um, all over Asia, pretty much, um, I found this operation internship at ASEAN Foundation, and it was really uh, the best virtual internship that I could find. And I was really excited for it. So um, I got to my university, asked for the documents, and finally I applied. And um, they were kind enough to um, set me to do an interview. And I passed the interview, and now I'm here.
0: Which platform did you find it on? Was it like a social media post, or was it through a friend?
2: That's actually a very interesting uh, question. Um, I found it on one of the, um, I I believe it was a scholarship website that was a advertising, different scholarships and internship opportunities. I can't remember the exact name, but then I, I looked I looked further and I also found this opportunity on many um, ASEAN youth uh, platforms um, and ASEAN youth platforms. So, yeah, I took my chance and I applied.
0: Nice. So actually for me, it's like because of my sister, because my sister actually interned here before at the programs unit. So I looked at her experience and I found that I was interested in it. And when the time was right for me, I applied and thankfully I got in. Yeah. So I think we'll move on to the next question, which is, what are you guys currently doing at ASEAN Foundation as interns? And maybe you could share a bit about your daily activities, some tasks or some assignments so that we can roughly know the job specs of an intern at ASEAN Foundation.
1: Well, sure, sure. Um, I'm currently working on like a proposal. Um, it's um, for the ASEAN, ASEAN social enterprise development program. So it was held uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, it's about um, supporting the MSMEs, um, the medium and small enterprises and throughout the ASEAN uh, region. So I have to summarize like the um, the program itself and um, collect the data from the webinar because uh, as you know, like this is a COVID uh, era. So everything is online. I could like collect the data of like the participants from the website and compile it into like a report. Um, Aside from that, I'm also currently in uh, several other uh, programs because I'm in the program, uh, what is it like? Part. So I'm working on the alumni town hall uh, in which all the ASEAN alumni are supposed to be able to interact and learn from each other. And also working on yet another report of um, EYA. It's empowering youths across Asian um, region. So I think for me, as a program intern, um, my main um, job descriptions are reports, planning, um, and um, liaising with like uh, partners of uh, ASEAN Foundation. I'm involved in like the meetings, and I I always like um, develop the minutes of meeting and submit it to my supervisor. I think like that's the main idea of like being a program intern. Um, I'm guessing like this, uh, well, as we will like go through this again later, a program internship is really, really enriching for you like to develop as a person because like it teaches you so many stuff.
0: I see, so you said that your main job description was writing reports. So did you have like any previous experience maybe in your university? Or do you say that someone who doesn't have any experience, maybe they can try it as well? Is it easy or or is it hard? You know, maybe they want to know that.
1: Right. Uh, for me, I've never uh, assumed any kind of like position like this before. Um, I had uh, several internships, but none like this. I, I'm guessing like this is more... Um, professional yet um, also really fun at the same time Uh, so you could really feel that we are actually working as an intern I think this could be like a great um, like a stepping stone for you Mm. especially if you don't have like any work experience Uh, for me I happen to work for a year at a Japanese bank but even Uh, with my experience I feel like I'm starting from scratch and that it's really okay Um, I think um, they kind of like give you um, I don't know like a rope for you like to learn more and more by yourself so yeah lots of like experience to be learned here I
0: see thanks for sharing um how about you Tiger
2: Yeah, like Tita, my job description as an operations intern is also um, quite diverse. Um, So I can distribute my workload into four different parts. And the first one is obviously uh, human resource management. So in human resource management, I would do many things starting from recruitment. So I would manage a recruitment email, respond to inquiries. Um, I would do job posting and manage job applications for um, positions like the program coordinator or program support officer, and also our very own internship program. And then I would also be involved in screening, shortlisting, written tests, assessments, and even interviews, all the way up to induction and training. And I would also do um, management of the employee databases, such as lead databases and personal databases. I will also be involved um, with the performance appraisal process. So we recently conducted a mid-year performance appraisal at the ASEAN Foundation, and um, I helped the HR manage this process, and I'm also involved in payroll management of the ASEAN Foundation employees. Um, That's it for the HR part, and now for the second part, um, I'm also uh, doing a lot of finance tasks. So in terms of finance, I process financial documents for payment, Using the ASEAN Foundation's digital finance system, which is um, from SAP, so I will compile and process you know all sorts of finance financial documents mm. um, such as account payable invo- invo- invoices, uh, purchase orders, expenses, and filing and etc. Um, and then the third main part of my uh, workload is uh, administrative assistance. So very much like Tita, I will also be uh, producing meeting notes and summary reports. But for me, the, the meetings that I'm concerned with are mainly internal meetings or conferences. Uh, so for example, the Board of Trustee meetings with the ASEAN Foundation's uh, Board of Trustee members from the ASEAN member states. And um, I would also prepare and create relevant, you know, working papers, presentation materials, and et cetera to, perp- to help prepare um, these meetings. And then in general, I would also be involved in developing and improving the standard operating procedures in HR, finance, and general office administration uh, throughout ASEAN Foundation. And last but not least, I'm also involved in the, um, one of uh, um, ASEAN Foundation's new programs, which is the um, social, social enterprise development program. Um, so applying my background in SME and also business, I've, I've also been able to make some contributions to this program.
0: I see. Yeah, you have a pretty much. You've true. you've got quite the workload there, so I'd, I'd like to ask: like, were you expecting to have such a heavy workload when you joined? And and like, uh, what advice could you give to anyone who's interested in joining like, the HR unit or the operations unit? I mean, should they be surprised to have such a big workload, or should they expect such a thing?
2: Yeah, it's actually a very interesting question that you ask because. Um, in terms of the actual workload, right? I I, I would say, you know, don't be scared about it, right? Because um, it is very diverse because it is supposed to be, right? Operations unit naturally, it's um, it covers the whole backline of ASEAN foundations, uh, you know, the, the the whole foundation itself, right? For example, for a program, she's you can be concerned with a specific program, but for operations, you're concerned with all the backlines of ASEAN foundation, so we're essentially concerned with how we can help Asian foundation uh, actually successfully conduct these programs. So uh, it is very diverse in a sense, but if you have a strong background in in terms of management and also, you know, if you're proactive, right, if you, if you're proactive, and if you have, if you have resources to learn, which, uh, which is very um, common nowadays, you can find resources anywhere um, online. And also, you know, if you're proactive and you reach out to your supervisors whenever you feel like you need help, um, you can always find ways to, um, you know, to learn something and to improve. And many of the things I said, um, they sound very uh, technical and they sound very hard. But once you start, once you get the hold of it, right, when, after your first month at ASEAN Foundation or a- after your first month at operations, uh, you will feel like these are just normal tasks. You will get used to it very fast and you will, you know, and you will start to actually enjoy doing these things. like. Right? Mm-hmm. because the job itself is so diverse you never get bored of it right because yeah. on monday i will be doing i might be processing financial documents but on but on tuesdays i might be doing recruitment so i i never get bored of uh, my task at asian foundation and it's, it's always a good thing to
0: i see to so you're saying from. yeah you're saying that uh anyone who would like to join operations they should expect a, a, a workload such as yours but they should also not be afraid of it it's just Go ahead and try it. That's what you're saying.
2: Yeah, exactly. Go ahead and try it. Um, it's actually very exciting um, mm. and it's not as hard as you think. It's the learning, the learning curve is much smoother once you get the hold of it and once you know how to seek help from your supervisors.
0: All right. So out of all those things that uh, Tita and Tiger, you mentioned just now, is there like one thing that you can pinpoint and say that that's the most interesting thing you've learned so far?
2: I think I think I'll start off uh, to answer this question. And yeah, please. One of the, you know, one of the most interesting things that I learned uh, from my job description was, what's well, it's definitely the ASEAN Foundation's digital finance system. So, uh, you know, as a business student, right? I I have learned accounting and many different things, but uh, at ASEAN Foundation, they use, they digitalize every, every, um every process of the financial management here. So we use a program called SAP Business One. And you know, when I joined, I didn't really know what it was all about. I've never used a program and I've never c- tried something like this. But um, once I started learning with my, um, the account, the accounting officer, um, back Mary, um, she was actually very helpful. And now, I'm trying to get the, get hold of, uh, you know, using the program, and and the program itself is it's it's very um, hard to learn, but it's fascinating because it once you get hold of it, right, it becomes easy and and this system was particularly interesting to me because it makes everything easier because of synchronization. So in finance, you have a lot of documents, but this program's uh, synchronizes everything and it's automatic. So once you input something. Um, you know, the whole system is synchronized. And so that kind of uh, reduces your workload in a sense. Right. But Mm -hmm. it's also sophisticated because it's a little bit harder if you make a mistake, because since it's synchronized, once you make a small mistake, it can affect the whole system. So Mm -hmm. this, it's kind of like a double edged sword in a sense, right? Yeah. You give something, you, you take something back, but that was actually really fun because when I was playing around with it, I had some problems and I also had some fun fun uh, memories with it. And, and this financial digital financial management system was um, yeah, really something special.
0: I see, I see. Um, thanks for sharing. How about you, Tita?
1: Um, well, for me, I guess like learning stuff, um, something that you don't think like you can do, but you actually like just have to look at it and understand like how to do it. Because, like, Mm. a lot of my work um, involves around, like, really, I don't know, like, technical terms as well. Like, um, so when first, when you looked at it, like, you felt like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to, like, do all this, like, documents and, like, terms. And um, just, you feel like, um, yeah, you're never going to be able to finish, like, the reports. Mm. But once you get, like. Uh, look at it Uh, it's actually like doable and if even if like you're not able to do it by yourself like you can always like ask your supervisors Um, I I think like um, the organization itself is a really welcoming place Uh, lots of great people professional but also like really friendly so that's also like one aspect that I really like from ASEAN Foundation um I guess yeah. Um, just this this internship program just like gives you a lot of like challenges that you you're actually able to like um, manage. I think. Mm,
0: so would you say that it's like kind of like uh, you realizing that the f- the first step is always the hardest. So once you get the momentum going, then you know things start flowing. So so, so you're yeah. saying that that's what you've learned from this? Yeah. Ah, I see. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm. I, I also agree with Dita, you know, like, like, like you said, right, in the beginning, it feels like, oh, everything is new. and mm. uh, I've never done this before. I've never done that before. Things are too technical. I'm
1: just but, like, feeling um, very overwhelmed, like with the yeah, truth, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so
2: it looks daunting in the beginning, but yeah. um, it's actually very... Uh, like easy to do later on, right? Or, yeah, when you I'll actually go
0: it. when you actually go and try and do it, it's 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 okay. It's not that bad. Right? Yeah, when it's you manageable get them, yeah. it's
2: manageable
1: mm-hmm. and like saying that it's like super easy, but I guess yeah. like, that's the essence of like doing internships, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you're not doing something easy. You're doing something to upgrade yourself, I'm guessing.
2: Yeah, I was I was trying to find a word but I couldn't think of it. <laughs> oh yeah also by the way uh, luke Mm -hmm. forgot to tell us about what you're doing
0: yeah the main role of a communications intern is to monitor all the social media activity this media output so the first the first day i was here i actually had to help uh, be the moderator for an event and i also had to post like uh, social media updates live updates on the event so we had to screenshot some like uh, photos of okay let's say the person's giving a keynote speech now and then we'll screenshot that and we'll post it to us foundations social media and say so 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 is giving a speech now join us now at this link and stuff like that so just giving updates to all our followers and audience about what we're doing and apart from that of course we help promote we we work hand in hand with program unit i think the most because when they have a new program or they're trying to revive a program, then we will help them with uh, creating a social media plan. The plan will go through uh, a meticulous planning and checking from the supervisors, and then uh, we will have the plan confirmed, and then we will create the social media content and post it from there. And we also create like uh, social media reports, monitoring reports, where we take down all the data from uh, our social media posts, uh, let's say the likes, shares, the clicks, the engagement and all that stuff, we'll create it. And then at the end of that, we'll have like a graph where we can see, okay, how much we've grown this month, uh, this program, how much it's uh, increased or is the engagement going downwards? Do we need to change something? Or is the engagement actually going upwards? Are we doing something good? So from there, we can uh, recalibrate our plan and then refocus on areas that we're not doing that well. So, yeah, that's the main roles of a communications intern, uh, in, in my experience. I, I think other interns may have other experience, but it depends on your supervisor and what what tasks uh, he or she give you. So it depends, yeah, but that's my experience.
2: Yeah, I think it's that's a very interesting, right? Social media management and, you know, engaging with our various stakeholders are definitely very challenging uh, from, from my perspective. And I think, you know, from... From what you and what you said, and what Dita said, and also what what I was talking about, what I'm doing, I think all of us are, um, you know, doing mutually um, distinct, distinctive tasks, but also connected in a sense that we are all supporting different programs, or we're all supporting this uh, this overall workflow of ASEAN Foundation in some sense. And I think that's really something unique, right? Because even though I'm an operations intern, or even though I'm an, even though you're a communications intern. We are still involved in the various programs that ASEAN Foundation is doing, so in that sense, um, we are separate but also connected. And and this way, I think it's very important, right? Be- because this allows the interns, even working in a different unit, to connect with each other, um, especially during a virtual internship. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's always good to have a connection, right? So we can know what's going on in the in the Yazan Foundation, like, like uh, yeah, just it's good to have friends and connect with other interns. And it, it could be hard because of a virtual internship, and I think that's a good segue to our next question, which is like uh, working virtually is uh, quite a new concept for most people, I guess. And even in the future, I mean, uh, Shopify founder and CEO Toby Lutke he tweeted something along the lines of uh, saying that office centricity is over. So I think many of our listeners would like to know what are the pros and cons of working from home in your experience, Tita and Tiger.
2: So I think definitely uh, the flexibility, right, in working hours is one of my most favorite features of working from home. Definitely, especially as an as an operations intern, (laughs) because you know sometimes, right, you. um, Sometimes you just want to take a rest in the morning or sometimes you want to wake up late. Um, yeah. with, with, with flexibility, uh, you can do that while still getting your work done. So, and I think this is also another thing that is very important, especially for us as Asian youth, because uh, flexibility also means that we need, we are very independent, right? In that sense, uh, the internship is not just a technical learning journey, but also developing ourselves and our time management skills. And also in a sense, making us more independent right because now we're managing our time and everything on our own so there is a higher sense of responsibility while doing our tasks and this is definitely a bonus a bonus for our internship program apart from all the other things that we've learned
0: so would you say like the 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 discipline you gain through this internship program is actually like It's sort of like freedom, because when you are disciplined, like you finish your task on time, you take breaks, and then maybe you can rest for the rest of the day. Rather than you skip your task, you uh, ignore your supervisor, which is what you shouldn't do. And then you have the workload piled up and everything's backlogged. So would you say that, you know, this uh, virtual internship has actually taught you to be more disciplined, uh, more aware of your time, more aware of uh, your deadlines and all that? Would you say that?
2: Definitely, definitely. I would. Yeah. Do you like to add something?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I guess like uh, flexibility is kind of like a double-edged sword as well. Like it depends on mm-hmm. how you utilize like the tool. Um, mm-hmm. as for me, I don't think like I would get like this position had it not been like an online, because I'm currently in Japan. Um, I also have to manage the time difference, which I think it's uh, quite challenging for me. Mm-hmm just to uh you know like uh get the timing right mm-hmm. um but luckily like i also have like um really supportive like uh um supervisors and like uh people around me so they always like at like maybe like 1 p.m jakarta time so that kind of like helps for me just to kind yeah. of like orient myself um and yeah uh just From that point, I think um, that's the beauty of, like, this online internship. Like, you can do it, like, literally anywhere as as long as you can adjust your own, like, uh, Mm -hmm. time zone. Um, And the second would be, like, your uh, workload and your study, I guess. Um, I'm also, like, um, juggling several, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, classes and... um, like tae um, I guess like with this like uh, internship, I could, you know, like maybe if I want to push myself, I would like ask for uh, maybe like extra like task, which I think I could like juggle maybe uh, on the weekends or uh, maybe like after I finish like my classes. Uh, so that really like depends on like your um, organizational ability. So mm-hmm. it's, it's challenging, but I guess in the long run, it's like really worth it. And as I see the ASEAN Foundation just like um, facilitates you for that.
0: Okay. So, yeah, but, but, you know, they say every garden has its weeds, right? So are there any cons or any, you think, pitfalls of virtual internship? And maybe suggest ways or some tips for future interns, you know, to overcome them, or just any challenges you may have faced. Due to it being virtual,
1: yeah. Um, I would just maybe like highlight this since, um, this is uh an internship that kind of like oh uh, makes you feel you don't really know people because you know you don't meet them in person, I see. So um, everything's so virtual, is, yeah. To mm-hmm. just, um, like professionally, uh, like work. Um, maybe like we we could actually be like closer in terms of like yeah uh, it not being like an online but because of online this yeah situation maybe makes it harder for you to be yeah like really really like close I guess like mm-hmm. that would be like one a <laughs> thing that is quite like yeah uh, shame I would say mm-hmm. um, and yeah just not really I don't know like not in not being in the office I guess that's also like one like experience that is quite like you know um quite meaningful like you get to be in like the office which is in like uh Jakarta uh Jakarta ASEAN secretariat so
0: you'd say yeah the office would definitely give you a different vibe I guess yeah yeah
2: I think this point is especially important to touch on as an operations Mm -hmm. intern because uh, there's a lot of uh, decision-making involved, important decisions to be made even as an intern. And while you, you know, when you can have face-to-face interaction, you know, when you can have face-to-face interactions with um, your coworkers, and and your supervisors, uh, you know, when making these decisions or even in general, especially in HR, so, yeah, I think in terms of decision making, it's definitely much better uh, when you can, you know, talk it out. And I think facial uh, expressions are very important uh, when working, right? Because when you usually, um, when we're doing a virtual internship, we will communicate through WhatsApp or
0: mm, uh, through email. I see, yeah.
2: So it's really hard to um, I- identify what the mood is, right? Of,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Of yeah, the yeah.
2: other person. And and that can be a big uh, game changer. Yeah, like
0: the same the same sentence can mean two things, you know. Exactly.
2: Yeah especially, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: especially through WhatsApp. Especially through WhatsApp. Yeah, you don't know what the person's actually saying. You might yeah. misread. You know. Yeah.
2: And this also goes, you know, contributes to what Dita was saying earlier about connecting, right? Um, mm. So, in a sense, when when we can when we can share these emotions uh, with the other person, it's a little bit harder to connect, even though though we know we want to connect. So, and also we're very busy, right? We're very busy with with our tasks. So, and texting takes quite a long time. Texting is generally more time consuming than talking. So uh, it will be a little bit harder to connect with coworkers and also other interns because the whole thing is virtual in and of itself.
1: Probably one other thing I would like add. Um, since like we're comprised of like so uh many nationalities, um mm-hmm. sometimes like um texting uh couldn't really like translate like the nuance.
0: Oh, yeah, because the differences of like, culture.
1: Yeah, with yeah okay. and stuff, even though like we're all like uh ASEAN citizens, mm-hmm. but still like the small differences between countries. Um makes it like harder on like uh, online platforms it's just but
2: i also you know look 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 at this from, from we can also look at it from a positive perspective right because mm-hmm. uh, if it's not if it wasn't virtual it would be much harder for for us to actually be working yep. with uh, yep. other people from all over the world right like we're mm-hmm. is right in tokyo tokyo is in malaysia and we have yep. other the cost, the cost yeah, of
0: living there and flying there and staying there alone yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so while, while it is, it might be slightly harder to, you know, uh, connect, right, or, or yeah. and, and that, but but in general, I would say uh, that, that aspect, the thought, negative yeah. aspect, yeah, it's kind of covered by, uh, covered by the, the positive, which is, you know, connecting, mm-hmm. give, being given an opportunity to work with so many unique people from all over the world.
0: I see. For sure so like have you guys ever experienced zoom fatigue is that a thing like has your screen time uh adversely affected you at any point of this internship or have you managed to uh, find a balance between uh, screen time and your own time
2: i wouldn't say zoom fatigue i would say like whatsapp fatigue because there's a lot of texting going on and uh, you know it's it is. It's a bit time-consuming, right, to text. and I think mm. that's the main problem that I have with texting. But in terms of Zoom fatigue, um no, not really, right? I think I think we have meetings on a regular basis, but I I wouldn't say um, we have too many meetings to the point where um, where I'm fatigued. By it. I see.
0: How Did
1: about you, Tita? Um. For me, I think like not because. Of ASEAN uh, Foundation internship, like entirely, maybe like it's uh accumulation from my own like group and stuff, and then like up with like this internship. Mm -hmm. I had like several like sympathy episodes, I guess, but yeah, I would just say that the the meetings uh at this internship is not that bad.
2: Yeah. Well you, look um, I would assume you use a lot of screens all the time, right? Because you're a communication center.
0: Uh, for me, I don't think it's that it's that bad because uh, uh, for social media stuff, like uh, maybe you you would plan it and maybe you would get it checked by, uh, let's say, your superiors, and then you would post it and then you would check if it if it went out all right and then and then you get to have like a, a break and then you you go back to it. So I don't think it's like a a prolonged thing because I would have assumed maybe programs or operation you guys have to actually moderate some virtual programs so i thought it would have been worse for you guys but mm. it turns out it was it's not that bad
1: yeah, yeah and Also,
2: i want to so far learn, yeah um, so far like,
1: i think um we're getting busier this month mm-hmm. and the coming august so yeah it's getting yeah
2: yeah and i want to i want to say this to all the all the aspiring youths who are looking to join your internship and I get this question from the new interns all the time. And that is, you know, do we have to sit in front of a, a camera and be in a Zoom meeting every day from 8 to 5? And the answer to that is no. No, you don't have to be in a Zoom meeting the whole day. <laughs> we are very flexible. And um, you just have to report to your supervisor, that, hey, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Or, oh, hey, I've done this, I've done that. You don't have to be in a Zoom meeting the whole day.
0: I see. Okay. So in the future, if you guys do get to choose between working from home or going to the office or going hybrid, which one would it be?
1: Hybrid. (laughs)
0: Hybrid. I see.
1: I I guess like that's the way that the entire world should do like right now. like Mm -hmm. We know the merits of doing stuff online, but also we know that... what You need that human connection. yeah,
0: yeah, also, okay.
1: it works to some extent,
2: mm-hmm. so yeah, hybrid is the
0: way to go. I think. Yeah, how I mean, about
1: you, Tiger? Yeah,
2: honestly, mm-hmm. um, I don't mind virtual at all because, um, you know, I think even though there is a, that part of personal connection lacking um, when we go virtual, I think mm-hmm. uh, in a sense we can be much more efficient with working when we are virtual, um, and also being virtual kind of eliminates all the physical barriers that you will have in a normal Mm -hmm. office, such as, you know, like Luke mentioned earlier, living costs and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Also, many other uh, things that that comes to mind or many other problems that comes to mind when you work at an office, they are essentially eliminated in in some sense when you go virtual. And I really cherish that aspect of a virtual internship. And in addition, I also really like the fact that you know, I can be working from anywhere and my friends can be working from anywhere. And I think this whole aspect of the of virtual internship really sets, sets it apart for me. And, you know, I wouldn't, even after COVID, I wouldn't mind uh, going virtual. But but yeah, I think, you know, in, but of course, fully virtual, it's not the best, but I wouldn't mind virtual at all. Maybe okay. virtual with a few few trips and, you know, lunch <laughs> meetings and, and yeah. et cetera.
0: So, so hybrid, I guess, because if, if it was for me, I would go with hybrid as well, because like, as you said, uh, virtually you can, you get to customize your working environment, you know, like if uh, it's just a, just a simple example of temperature, let's say you're in the office and it's too cold, but then other people are hot and then you, you know, you just can't just switch off the AC like that and say, I'm cold. All of you should be cold, you know, so at home you get to do what you want. And then, yeah, that can increase your productivity, as you said, so. Yeah, for me, I think hybrid would be my choice as well.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Hybrid, hybrid, in, in the sense, you know, mainly virtual, but also field trips, field you know, trips, family, field celebrations, trips, yeah. parties. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, right. And I think yeah. also another thing that um, you mentioned, maybe we can maybe we can add this to the previous discussion. But uh, yeah, and also, you know, to, to add to what you were saying, I think mm-hmm. you know, about productivity. Yeah. you know, it, as a virtual intern. Sometimes you can uh, lose focus because yep, you are in the screen, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's so easy to get distracted.
2: Yeah, especially um, you know, right now I'm sitting in my in my bedroom, right? So, mm-hmm. and this is usually where I would do my homework and etc. But now it's become sort of like my office. So mm-hmm. when I like when I wake up and you know, let's say when I'm going to work, mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I'm going to work. It still feels like I'm at home doing, you know, taking a break or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's hard to get the vibe of actually working from mm-hmm. because you're at home. And, and yeah, and I think that and like losing focus. Can it's just
0: like, some, yeah, sometimes it can be just so easy to get distracted. Like uh, Netflix is one click away. And then when you're in there, you're not going to come out anytime soon. So yeah, like we said earlier, discipline is really key. And mm-hmm. This internship actually I think indirectly trains us to be more disciplined. Unless of course you 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 go down the wrong road and then there's there's no help for you. But but uh, if you think of it positively, then yeah, the internship can be like a stepping stone for you to become a you know a more developed person. True. So yeah. To to wrap up this episode, like are there any tips you'd like to share to future interns? Any tips for them to boost their performance, adapt to the new virtual format of the internship maybe?
1: Uh, One thing that um, Pao uh, so like my superior told me when I first joined is to like um, knock on doors. I'm not like literally like doing it, like uh, going around asking for like tasks to do, but just like be open to uh, any kind of like tasks that is like maybe like presented to you Mm -hmm. because that could like help you develop yourself. And, but also at the same time, you also have to know like your own like capacity, your own capability, Mm -hmm. like for example, like when you're in the middle of like a finals, like you should like try to communicate it with your, um, maybe your supervisor and just like, tell them that you're uh, not able to do it like for now, and you'll be able to do it like later. I think like communicating everything is mm-hmm. awesome. Cause like, yeah, you're not going to really like chase you. Like mm-hmm. you have to do this, like this and that if you're yeah. not able to. So yeah. it's better to actually like um, say that you're not able to do it rather than mm-hmm. you know like.
0: so. So you should, uh, you should step out of your comfort zone, but don't kill yourself in the process, right? That
1: is beautiful. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, I also want to say, you know, what, I also want to talk a little bit about what Tita mentioned earlier. About, you know, I think interns, especially as a virtual intern, we should be proactive in terms of uh, tasks and in terms of workload, right? Um, because, you know, as, just as much as us, our supervisors are also very busy, right? So sometimes they might forget to delegate us tasks, or sometimes they might forget to give us updates on ongoing projects and etc. And it should be our responsibility responsibility as an intern to go out there and reach out to a supervisor and say, "Hey, you know, can you give me an update, or or can I give you an update on what I've been doing?" So I think it's very um, important to be proactive uh, and mm-hmm. also to know what you're supposed to do as an intern. Right? You should always know your job description uh, and your terms of references and you should always refer to them and say okay hey and you know i haven't tried this or i want to try that so being proactive is definitely the key uh, to get the best learning experience out of the internship and because the internship itself uh, regardless of which unit you're in right the internship itself is very diverse uh, in terms of workload i think there are so many learning opportunities that you can explore as an intern and you need pro, you know you need to be proactive and you need to communicate well, like Deepa said, uh, to bridge those you know to bridge yourself on on those learning opportunities.
0: So number one tip from both of you is be proactive and and look forward to tasks.
2: Yeah, and and I think the second tip is just like Deepa said, you know, communicate. Uh, Communication.
1: Face to yeah. yourself too. Don't like right. burn out.
0: Yep. Pace yourself. Very important,
2: especially as a virtual intern, right? Because you want to be, and we also touched about this earlier. We can't really express our facial emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it's best to be open, straightforward and, you know, let others know how you feel as well and also be open to listen to others.
0: So communication is communicate. Yeah. Right. So I think we've reached the end and I'd like to thank you very much, Tita and Tiger, for your insights. Thank you. I would also like to thank all our listeners for joining us. We hope that this episode has given you a better idea about how the AF Virtual Internship works. If you're interested in applying for ASEAN Foundation's internship program, feel free to visit our website at aseanfoundation.org. This program is always open for application and you may apply at any time. And if you have any suggestions for future topics, for discussions, for our podcast, you may reach us on our social media platforms or drop us an email at communications at azenfoundation.org. Stay tuned on our social media for our latest updates and see you on our next episode. Stay safe.